0: Defend the innocent puelio. Contra, equitium et insidias diabole, esto broncinium. Impera de Dios. Supleges de brincofor. Tuque, vinceps milices celestes. By the power of God, thrust an idol Satan. And with him, those evil spirits who prowl about the world. For the ruin of souls. Amen.
1: This guys, we have upgraded from going in person to being individuals. I'm when, how does individual. that make you guys feel? I'm You're an individual. individual D- is it? Is there a difference between the comfort of your house and meeting up? Ah.
0: Uh, yeah, no. I can hold my dick in my hand without feeling awkward. Yeah, but supposed to have a camera. You felt on. awkward?
1: Yeah, exactly. He's who knows what he's doing on Mr. Black screen over here.
0: Yeah. He's just sitting there fapping. It doesn't look black on my screen.
1: <laughs> it's the fapping Because it's so tiny. Uh, so I know we've been talking a lot about AI. Yeah. And um, our good buddy here, Adrian, he decided that he was going to write a full script on today's episode. Are we uh-huh. excited about this? Yeah. You don't seem very excited.
2: I mean, I've read it.
1: I mean, you know, we've read it, but yeah. it's pretty. It's still pretty impressive. It's impressive what it came up with. How long did it take, Adrian?
0: Took literally two seconds. What, two seconds. What what uh, like keywords did ask you put it in? Like three. Yeah, I said, can can you write a podcast for the Bell Witch? And it asked me, is it horror comedy? And I put horror, and then it wrote it. That was it. Hmm.
1: <laughs> That's pretty that, crazy.
0: That's all it, all I needed. That's well, it. We, we're we not going to hear just yet. We're oh. not going to hear
1: just yet. Welcome oh. back, Purgators, to oh. Stuck in this Purgatory. I am the recently transplanted Chase. Oh. <laughs> Hunter, I'm all by myself. To, yeah, he gets to stay all by himself in his house where it used to be.
2: Yeah, it's just a shell, a broken shell.
1: And then we've got the uh, the visceral man, Adrian.
2: Who still doesn't show up. He still doesn't so, show up. Even though we, he, went, we went remote, he still doesn't have his face up.
1: Somehow this motherfucker got away. Hey,
0: hey! Some people have to still work. Oh, he's still on the benches.
1: Oh my god! Wow, well, we're gonna hear about it all fucking day, all weekend. I'm gonna show up on Monday, and he's gonna be like, "My, I didn't have a weekend." You know how much my weekend sucked. I had to work Friday, I had to work Saturday, and I had to work Sunday. Oh, oh! This is horrible. Literally, I'm so Literally. abused. <laughs> hey, it's all in the pursuit of those greenbacks. Am I right?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, let's uh let's see where we're at today on our superstitions book. Where do we travel if, to today? We're still in Egypt. We're still in Egypt. And if I remember right, we ended with Bast, so we're going to be with Bes today. B E S. This god is usually depicted as a dwarf sticking out his tongue and facing front inside of to the side. As most Egyptian deities are shown, Bess was said to confer protection in childbirth and improve fertility. He also guarded against snakes, which seems curious since the cobra is one of the symbols of royalty in ancient Egypt. So there you go, there we have it. There's there's our good god Bess with uh, from from Egypt.
2: I feel like we we know a lot about Egyptian gods, like Norse gods, Egyptian gods, Greek gods. I feel like it's like what we grew up with.
1: I agree, in but our it's games. it's interesting to talk about a dwarf in Egypt.
2: Yeah, it is interesting.
1: So, do we want to get into the AI transcript of today's episode? Yeah,
2: let's hear what uh, the robots think I would the, love the, to. the Bell Witch is all about.
1: What, what did you use? ChatGPT? No,
0: I used the Snapchat AI.
2: You used the Snapchat <laughs> AI?
1: No wonder why <laughs> I was
2: asked, because ChatGPT is <laughs> you nuts.
0: You got a, You got a what? He, you have to pay for uh chat GPT.
1: How much you gotta pay?
0: Let's see. It's like fourteen dollars a month. I'm pretty sure. And then there's like a wait list too for AI. Seriously? Because it can't take so many people. Yep. Wow.
1: I uh, what is Snapchat becoming? If Snapchat has AI on it? It does. Is it just is Snapchat literally actually any the question world? right now? Ask it if it's going to take over the world. Yes. Well, did you type it in? One sec.
0: I can't even sign up on chat right now. It says, it says, ha ha, no way. I don't think I have what it takes to be a world leader.
1: Hmm. <laughs> okay. Would that's, say what, that. that's what a world leader would say. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, today's episode is the bell witch. Oh, the good Getting old bell. Getting into the Snapchat AI version. So sure. I can help you with that. Here's a possible transcript for a pe- podcast episode about the Bell Witch. Introductory music. Da, 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 da. Welcome to our podcast, where we explore the most fascinating stories from the world of the paranormal. I'm Chase, and today we're going to talk about one of the most famous ghost stories in American history, the Bell Witch. Music fades out. There was music the whole time. I don't I'm know not if supposed you knew that. To be music. No. <laughs> Uh, let's see. The bell, Witch is a legend that dates back to the early 19th century when a family named bell lived in a small town in Tennessee. According to the story, strange things began to happen in the bell household, such as unexplained noises, objects moving on their own, and even physical attacks on family members. Music fades in. (laughs) There's a lot of music to help us understand this story better. We have a special guest with us today. It's Hunter and Adrian. Look at that. Paranormal <laughs> investigators who have studied the Bell Witch case extensively. <laughs> Welcome, guys. This is where you're supposed to say, it. thank you for Welcome. having me. It's, been, it's great to be here. <laughs> so, what can you tell us about the Bell Witch? Is it a real ghost or just a legend? Hunter would say, that's a great question. The Bell Witch story has been debated by historians and paranormal investigators for many years. Some people believe that it's just a legend that was created by the Bell family to attract attention, while others think that there might be more truth to it. Music fades in. Uh that's about it. Wow. <laughs>
2: it's impressive.
1: It's impressive.
2: It's all just, the, you know, get somewhere. Yeah. Can
1: can we say in in a matter of 2 seconds it came up. There was more to this. I just don't want to read it all. Yeah. Then in 2 seconds it actually came up with like I don't know, a solid 10 minutes of an episode.
2: I bet you ChatGBT would actually have, like, a fucking whole episode transcript. Oh, I
1: guarantee it. Like, I'm trying
2: to even, like, sign up and... It better if you're paying for it. I can't. I I mean, like, the website's not working.
1: Hmm. Super weird. Well, let's get into Purgatory's version of the Bell Witch. You guys ready for this? Yep. Adrian slaved over this one. So Ready. Are your your fingers bleeding, Adrian?
0: They always are.
1: Oh, okay. Well, the Bell Witch, or the Bell Witch Haunting, is a legend from southern United States folklore centered on the 19th century Bell family of northwest Robertson County, Tennessee. Farmer John Bell Sr. resided with his family along the Red River in an area currently near the town of Adams. According to legend, from 1817 to 1820, his family in the local area came under attack by a mostly invisible entity that was able to speak, affect the physical environment, and even shapeshift.
2: I like how you say mostly. Mostly
1: Mostly. invisible.
2: Yeah. What is that? That's some foreshadowing if I've ever heard it.
1: (laughs) Well, some accounts record the spirit also to have been clairvoyant and capable of crossing long distances with superhuman speed and or of being in one or more than one place at a time. So we basically have the Flash mixed with a clairvoyant uh, psychic. Wow. Isn't that the ultimate ghost being? Just
2: wow. Can't wait yeah. to hear what this this fucking thing's going to be.
1: Well, unlike many films and ghost stories, the early 1800s Tennessee haunting involved real people and places. No one has yet to solve it or even come close. These distinction led Dr. Nandor Fedor. What a fucking name.
2: <laughs> Nandor
1: Fedor. Nandor
2: Fedor. What the fuck? Is this isn't guy it... from Middle Earth? Is he fucking isn't leading it... Frodo to the ring?
1: Jesus isn't that name the same as fucking uh, what we do in the shadows? <laughs> Nandor, yeah. That's, yeah, it's uh... Nandor, but isn't his last name Fedor? Oh, you think so? Oh, man. I don't know. You think Nandor. he wears a fedora? You know what? I think he wears a fez.
2: I see uh, him wearing a face. Shadows. Let's see. It's just Nandor the Relentless. Oh.
1: (laughs) They really gave up on that one.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, he's back then, you know, he... uh... Yeah, he was a leader, yes. Yeah, that's all he's got.
1: Well, Dr. Nandor Fedor, a noted lawyer turned parapsychologist, to call the legend America's greatest ghost story. Fast forward 200 years, and the Bell Witch legend is still making waves. Obviously, we're still talking about it. Mm. There are numerous Bellwitch books, several Bellwitch movies and documentaries, and there are always several more in the works. Regardless of whether the case's origin was spiritual or human, it remains an epic, classic American haunting and a Who done it mystery like no other. <laughs>
2: <laughs> is, is, this, is this take place in the country? It does, doesn't it?
1: Oh, yes. yes. Okay. It's like some little cottage. I expect yes. a lot
2: of country uh, words here, boys. Oh, c- yes. Country accents.
1: <laughs> you want me to fucking jump on that shit? Yeah, let's go. Well, one day in 1817, John Bell was inspecting his cornfield when he encountered a strange looking animal sitting in the middle of a corn rope. Shocked by the appearance of this animal, which had the body of a dog and the head of a rabbit, Bell shot several times. The animal vanished. This was the first documented manifestation of the entity. Bell thought nothing more of the incident, at least not till after dinner. That evening, the family began hearing beating sounds on the outside walls of their log home. God damn it, Margaret! The L Trooper cobber's back, and I can't fucking kill it! It just keeps you scurrying that- off after I shoot it! <laughs> you kill that goddamn dog already, god damn it! I Fuck. gotta get some sleep tonight! I gotta wake up feed the pigs, gotta feed the cows, I gotta <laughs> feed my lizard! <laughs> lizard?! <laughs>
2: <laughs> when the fuck they, did you
1: get a lizard? We don't
2: have that kind of money. <laughs> Dude, this, this is just gearing up to be quite the debacle.
1: This is country bumpkin shit right here.
2: <laughs> bumpkin.
1: Well, other people that were enslaved on the farm started experiencing strange things happening as well. Such things were doors locking when no one would try to go through them, animals in the woods would be mutilated, and candles or balls of light. Flickering in the woods.
2: That's a big, big difference. A candle and then a ball of light. (laughs) I don't
1: know about that one. Okay, if you saw floating candles, what the fuck would you do? (laughs) Not
2: be there. That's Uh, like some Diablo 3 shit right there. Fuck Uh, that.
1: The lights would continue moving closer and closer to the farmhouse, then end right before getting to the property. The mysterious sounds continued with increased frequency and force each night. Bell and his sons often hurried outside to catch the culprit, but always returned empty-handed. In the weeks that followed, the Bell children began waking up frightened, complaining that rats were gnawing at their bedpost. The sound of chains hitting against one another would fill up rooms at night. Then the sounds would become more sinister, with sounds of people choking and gasping for the last breaths would fill the hallways. That's
2: just that's just the kids uh, getting their glizzy action. Oh! Sorry.
1: Wait. When was the, gl- the glizzy gobbler first started?
2: Yeah, back in back in the 1800s right here oh, at the yeah. Bell Witch House. 1817.
1: <laughs> Not long after that, the children began complaining of having their bed covers pulled from them and their pillows tossed onto the floor by a seemingly invisible entity. As time went on, the bells began hearing faint whispering voices, which were too weak to understand but sounded like a feeble old woman singing hymns. The encounters escalated, and the Bell's youngest daughter, Betsy Bell, began experiencing brutal encounters with the invisible entity. It would pull her hair and slap her relentlessly.
0: Goddamn woman, get down! Get
1: down! I was like, oh yeah, you like that? Oh, you like that, bitch? <laughs> yeah! Watch, 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 watch. Well, often, this left welts and handprints on her face and body. Well, no shit. That's pretty fucking aggressive, Wait.
2: Side note: Have you guys watched the like championship slap fighting?
1: Yes, it's brutal. Holy shit! Could I'm you imagine? They don't have legals.
2: Oh, dude! I cannot believe that those guys can take that many slaps in I saw a video of this like Ukrainian dude who his face was like twice, half of his face is twice the size of the other side,
1: and the oh, dude yeah. was still standing. Uh, I've, the women's one is even crazier. Like they're not, not as brutal. That. Yeah, they're not as brutal as the men, but, like, they're fucking beating bitches on this.
2: They still go up to the chalk and just, like, put a mountain of chalk on here and be like, bitch, I'm going to blind you with this dust. Bam! (laughs) Yes. Good, that's awesome.
1: The disturbances about which John Bell had vowed his family to keep secret. He would try to reason with the witch and plead for forgiveness to no success other than the entity telling John that its name was Kate. It finally escalated to the point that he shared his family trouble with his closest friend and neighbor, James Johnston. James Johnston. What a Tennessee name. Tennessee. While skeptical at first, Johnston and his wife spent the night at the Bell home. Things began peacefully, but once they retired for the evening, they were subjected to the same terrifying disturbances that the Bells had been experiencing. After their bed covers were yanked off and James was slapped, He sprang out of bed, exclaiming, In the name of the Lord, who are you and what do you want? The entity did not respond. The rest of the night was peaceful. The next morning... (laughs) Sorry. He's like, don't yell at me, God. He just like goes away. (laughs) He's like, you didn't like that? I thought I was tickling you. (laughs) I just wanted to talk. You mean these welts that I leave on your daughter aren't concerning you? Oh, (laughs) Sorry. The next morning, Mr. Johnson explained to the Bells that the culprit was likely an evil spirit, the kind that the Bible talks about. Betsy would begin hearing phrases like, Betsy, you
0: should not have come here. You know I can follow you anywhere. Now get a good night's sleep.
1: The entity's voice strengthened over time and became loud and unmistakable. It sang hymns, quoted scripture, carried on intelligent conversation, and once even quoted, word for word, two sermons that were preached at the same time on the same day, 13 miles apart. The witch proclaimed that it was there to kill John Bell, at the same time tormenting Betsy by leaving claw marks on her back, being stuck with pins and slapping her. (laughs) Word of the... She's just a voodoo doll, man. That's all this fucking Betsy is. I I wonder who the fuck she was going after. Yeah, Jesus Christ, dude. Word of the supernatural phenomena soon spread outside the settlement, even to Nashville, where then Major General Andrew Jackson became interested (laughs) in the so-called Bell Witch.
2: No biggie, just the Civil War general, just, you know. Oh, yes. (laughs) Here to to help.
1: Just slapping Andrew Jackson's all over the
2: place. $20 bills everywhere. Ba-ba!
1: Here we go, buddy. John Bell Jr., along with his brothers Drury Bell and Jesse Bell, had fought under General Jackson in the Battle of New Orleans. A few years later, in 1819, Jackson heard about the disturbances at the Bell home and decided to pay a visit and investigate. As Jackson's entourage, consisting of several men, well-groomed horses, and a large wagon approached the Bell property, the wagon jolted to a sudden stop. It had become stuck in a muddy creek bed, and the horses were unable to pull it. At least that is what the men thought. (laughs) Bum, bum, bum. This is the strongest fucking, like, corporeal witch I've ever seen in my life.
2: Yeah, this is like... How would people argue that this isn't the greatest poltergeist that ever existed? This is nuts.
1: It it makes me think of... uh, What's the fucking show? It's not... The haunting the hill house. What's the really good? The second really good one. The third one.
2: Oh, the um, the one with the vampire. Yes. Uh, Midnight Mass.
1: Yes, that yes. this reminds me of Midnight Mass. Like some horrifying creature just flying all over the fucking place, <laughs> just eating people. It's God, our savior.
2: I love that twist. It's a freaking yes. vampire, and he thinks it's yes. God. He just gets eaten alive in the desert. <laughs> oh, it's so good. What a great,
1: great, great show. Well, after several minutes of cursing and trying to coax the horses into pulling the wagon, Jackson proclaimed, By the eternal, boys, this must be the Bell Witch. <sighs> then suddenly, a disembodied female voice told Jackson that they could proceed and that she would see them again later that evening. They were then able to proceed across the property, up to up the lane, and to the Bell home. That evening, Jackson told old war stories, while his entourage set up their tents in John and Lucy Bell's yard. One of the men claimed to be a witch tamer.
2: Now that's now that's he, a title that I haven't heard of. He came straight from Salem. Salem.
1: He's probably the one dude who just got his wife killed because he wanted to fuck the librarian or whatever. <laughs> She's a witch. Does she float. <laughs> After several uneventful hours, he pulled out a shiny pistol and proclaimed that his silver bullet would kill any evil spirit that came in contact with him. He went on to say that the reason nothing had happened to them was because whatever had been haunting the bells was scared of his silver bullet. Did you imagine how much a silver fucking bullet would be? Back then, oh God, yeah. Oh God. And then the fact alone that they're like, they still believe in all this fucking cryptid shit that he's carrying around a silver bullet. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know I feel where- like I feel like men and women back in the day were much more fearful of like paranormal shit.
2: Oh yeah, well you know the werewolves went extinct in like the 1880s, so they had a lot
1: of shit to be scared of. Yeah, no, they were god fearing men and women back then. I'll tell you yeah. what.
2: I mean, if you had vampires and poltergeists and werewolves running around, you you'd be scared too.
1: Oh, uh, I still am scared. Right, I'm Adrian? waiting for the Are day you those fucking black eyed kids knock on my door.
2: Yeah, Adrian, they're coming for your They're gonna come knock on your door.
0: Well, Chase is the embodiment of Bigfoot.
1: That's Would you like to see my feet? I'll show you my feet right now. They're not big. You want <laughs> to see the dogs? <laughs> I
0: saw your, ch- I, I saw your chest hairs. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, Daddy, you like these? Uh, oh, gross. This will? is
1: completely different now that we're online like this and it's through a fucking video camera.
2: Yeah, it's a lot different.
1: If this works out, man, we're gonna have some Patreon content for sure.
2: Oh, easy peasy.
1: Well, immediately, the man screamed and began jerking his body in different directions, complaining that he was being stuck with pins and beaten severely. A strong, swift kick to the man's posterior region. (laughs) (laughs) Who wrote this? (laughs) wop Posterior. A strong, swift kick to this man's ass from an invisible foot. Sent him out the front door. Strong Strong woman.
2: Strong, swift kick to the dick. Principal strong woman.
1: (laughs) Angry, the entity spoke up and announced that there was yet another fraud in Jackson's party and that she would identify him the following evening. Now terrified, Jackson's men begged to leave the Bell Farm. That silver bullet didn't fucking save them, did it? You know, fucking retards. Jackson insisted on staying, though. He wanted to know who the other fraud was. The men eventually went outside to sleep in their tents while continuously begging Jackson to leave. What happened next is not clear, but Jackson and his entourage were spotted in nearby Springfield early the next morning, going back to Nashville. Some allege that Jackson later proclaimed, I would rather fight the British at New Orleans than fight that Bill witch. Wow, what help he was. Uh, you know, it's... The thing about it is, you got so many people. You got prolific people in this shit that are claiming that this is actually happening.
2: Yeah, I mean, whether it's real or not, it's. uh It reminds me of the Enfield Poltergeist where there's there's a lot of witnesses coming in here, so it's it's a little spooky. Yes, where where's Ed and Lorraine Warren, Adrian? This whole damn time, what the fuck?
0: Dead or not, even a thought, <laughs> in their fucking parents nuts.
1: Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. <laughs>
0: Probably just jacked off into a sock, so
1: all good. Yeah. The disturbances decreased after the Betsy and Joshua's engagement ended, but the entity continued to express disdain for John Bell, relentlessly vowing to kill him. Bell had been experiencing episodes of twitching in his face and difficulty swallowing for almost a year, and the malady grew worse with time. By the fall of 1812, his declining health had confined him to the house, where the malicious entity continuously removed his shoes when he tried to walk, and slapped his face when recovering from his numerous seizures. (laughs)
2: Jesus, (laughs) this chick's a bitch. Oh my goodness. Why him? Why John? What's so special about Johnny
1: boy? Well, there's a reason. We'll get to it. Oh, okay. Yep. Her shrill voice was heard all over the farm cursing and chastising Old Jack the Bell, the nickname she had given him. John Bell breathed his last breath on the morning of December 20th, 1820, after slipping into a coma a day earlier. Damn. And, she, yeah.
2: she really did kill him.
1: She fucked him up. Old John his,
2: Bell. Should have took her more serious, I guess. God damn.
1: What do you do? What do you do if you're just rambling? Like, could you imagine just you're sitting here right now? We're chatting about this. Yeah. And all of a sudden you just get fucking slapped in the face. Mm, That is
2: like, that is a deep moral decision, Chase. Do I run? Do I call an exorcist? Do I burn my house down?
1: Burn your house down. Yeah. the Burn your house down. Yeah. Well, immediately after his death, his family found a vial of strange black liquid in the cupboard. John Junior sprinkled two drops on the cat's tongue. The cat jumped into the air, rolled over midair, and was dead when it hit the floor. <laughs> the entity then exclaimed, "I gave old Jack a big dose of that last
0: night, which fixed him up."
2: Oh, the oh, the witch is now a, an old uh, old country Cereal man, killer. old serial yep. killer oh, from yes, from, yep. from Tennessee. She's yep. got to be, you know, a
1: little grisly. <laughs> She's smoking a lot of Marlboros, a lot of cowboy killers. If she's fucking scaring all Andrew Jackson off, she's got to be old Jack. Old Jack got a big old dose. All right, all right. John Jr. tossed the mysterious vial into the fireplace. It burst into a bright blue flame and shot up the chimney. (laughs) It's like that magic powder you buy for the campfire, Hunter.
2: Oh, that Can't shit is so talk. cool. Let me let me tell you guys about that, listeners. There's a thing at the grocery store you can buy that you throw into a fire, and it like turns the fire all these crazy colors. And you think it's really gimmicky, then you do it. And you're like, "Damn,
1: this shit is cool." You know, uh, don't let him fool you. He's a witch. Ha ha ha!
2: Damn it, don't expose me.
1: <laughs> he floats. I'm letting you
2: know right now. He floats. <laughs> we all float down here.
1: John Bell's funeral was one of the largest ever held in Robertson County, Tennessee. Yes, there was 12 people. (laughs) The total population. (laughs) Of the whole town. Probably of the state at the time, to be fair. (laughs) People attended from miles off. There it is. People attended from miles away. And three, freaking three preachers, two Methodists and one Baptist, eulogized him. And then they had a fucking holy war after. And then he fucking burst into blue flames, <laughs> shot up the chimney of the minister the preacher's ass. Shazam! Oh damn, he's gone. As the crowd of mourners began leaving the graveyard, the Bell Witch entity laughed and sang a song about a bottle of brandy. Her fervent singing didn't stop until the last murmur had left the graveyard. The entity's presence was almost non existent after John Bell's demise, as though it had filled its purpose. So strange.
2: It's almost like this guy was cursed. Maybe like some voodoo magic here, dude. Uh, send a little d- evil entity come out to kill someone. What a great way to cover up a murder.
1: That's what... There are a lot of theories Well, it's all the slaves
0: that John Bell...
2: Mmm. Right. That's a good point, Adrian. I thought it was... I, I didn't think it was one of the
1: slaves. I thought it was a neighbor. <laughs> the nosy neighbor. It could
0: be the neighbor... Or the 20 slaves that John Bell had. I mean, yeah, it could be one I, or the other.
1: Exactly. I mean, I heard, I heard on one of the stories I listened to that it was, he had a neighbor that pissed, pissed him off. And that neighbor was like, I'm going to fucking get you, John Bell. And cursed him. Hmm. Over time, Betsy Bell became interested in Joshua Gardner, a young man who lived nearby. With the blessing of their parents, they decided to marry. Everyone rejoiced about their engagement. Well... Almost everyone. The evil, mysterious entity became furious and reportedly ordered Betsy not to marry Joshua. I'm telling you, I think the Bell Witch got a thing for Betsy. She, She's beating her, she's tickling her, slapping her around, doesn't want her to get married, pulling the sheets off of her. Killed her father. <laughs> hey, hey, gotta take him out of the equation if you want to get with him, right? Interesting. Yeah, I guess so. Betsy and Joshua's former school teacher, Professor Richard Powell, had been noticeably interested in Betsy for some time and had expressed interest in marrying her when she became older. That's fucking creepy. (laughs) By some accounts, Powell, who was 11 years Betsy's senior, was a student of the occult, ventriloquism, and a mathematical genius. He was also well-versed in horticulture and geology.
2: What a guy. Wow. A man of many talents. This is a regular old uh, Elon Musk out here. Oh, yes. That's
1: where it all started. (laughs) He was secretly married to a woman in nearby Nashville, though, Esler Scott, during the time he lived and taught school at Red River and expressed his unwavering fondness for Betsy Bell. According to early accounts, Powell politically expressed his disappointment with Betty's engagement to Joshua. And wished her a long and prosperous marriage.
2: I need to see what Betsy Bell looks like. Like, is she Get in just, on
1: that? Is she just banging? I I see Betsy Bell as the blonde chick in Westworld. Let's
2: see. Of course, there's not going to be any pictures. What am I? What am I thinking? There's not going to be anything back then. It's like this weird sketch. I mean, based on this uh, rudimentary sketch, uh, yeah, I guess uh, she be pulling. She be pulling the weight.
1: I mean, are you saying she's pulling the weight because she's fat?
2: Nah, she's she's popular with the fellas.
1: Okay. All right. Well, hey, you know what? She's better off than I am, so obviously. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yep. Betsy and Joshua could not go to the river, the fields, or the cave to play without the entity nagging them. The constant pressure was more than Betsy Bell could handle and on Easter Monday of 1821, she met Joshua at the river and broke off the engagement. The entity bade farewell, but returned in 1828. In April of 1821, shortly after Betsy Bell had broken off her engagement, the entity visited John Bell's widow, Lucy Bell, and told her that it was leaving but would return in seven years. The entity returned in 1828, as promised. Most of the return visit centered on John Bell Jr., with whom the entity discussed the origin of life, civilizations, Christianity, and the need for a major spiritual reawakening.
2: Wait, wait, wait. it said that it, it, there needs to be a major spiritual reawakening,
1: yeah. And my thing is, like, if she whoa. would have legitimately told this person the origin of life, whoa. How did that get lost in translation? Yeah. Why are we still here? Why like, what the, the fuck, fuck,
2: John Bell Jr. Did you not share that with everyone else? You selfish cock!
1: How are we not sentient, omniscient beings that are just floating in the air now, communing, communicating telepathically? Like what the fuck is this?
2: You could have saved this country, John Bell, but instead you chose ghost pussy.
1: Yes, fucker. A particular significance where it's. Predictions of the Civil War and other major events, some of which she missed. The entity bade farewell after three weeks, promising to visit John Bell's most direct descendant in 107 years. The year would then be 1935, and the closest living direct descendant at the time was Nashville physician Dr. Charles Bailey Bell, a neurologist, and John Bell Sr.'s great-grandson. The entity that tormented the Bell family and the Red River settlement almost 200 years ago is often blamed for unexplained manifestations that occur near the old Bell farm today. The faint sounds of people talking and children playing can sometimes be heard in the area, and it's not uncommon to see candlelights dancing through the dark fields late at night. Photography is especially difficult. Some pictures taken in the area show mist, orbs of light, and other phenomena. Including human like figures who were not present when the pictures were taken. Could these phenomena be related to the haunting of John Bell's family? Uh, maybe a little stretch, I don't know. You know, there's still there I mean I would feel like there'd be more information. Shouldn't this fucking Charles Bailey Bell be getting haunted as well?
2: Right. And why, you know why so specific on these timelines too? It's very strange. I don't know. Big it's gaps. Crazy shit. Big gaps.
1: It's sounding a lot like uh, Skinwalker Ranch. Mm, Okay, okay. The cause of the Bell family's torment 200 years ago, along with today's continued phenomena in the area, although to a lesser extent, remain a mystery though. Numerous theories have been put forth, but all have been debunked. However, most researchers agree that something had to have caused the incidents at Red River in the early 1800s that gave rise to the Bell Witch legend as we know it today. Crazy. Crazy. Adrian, your thoughts?
0: Uh, there's so many theories on the spell witch that we're going to get into next, next episode. But there's also, uh, around this time, paganism and all of the witch cultures just starting up in American society. So that's why you're getting your first glimpse of witches haunting and the paranormal and the spiritualism happening in the American soil.
1: Interesting. Yeah, there's... uh, I'm glad there's a part two, because I've heard a lot about the theories behind where the Bell Witch actually came from and, like, what it is. And, like you mentioned, he had so many slaves, it could have been that. And we already talked about how a lot of those, their culture still embraced, you know, African and Cuban culture with Mm -hmm. uh, hoodoo. Mm -hmm. But then I've also heard, too, that there was a neighbor that John Bell pissed off, and she was, like, fucking with him. So there's a theory that the Bell Witch is actually a person that was fucking with everybody.
2: Was John Bell dickin' the neighbor's
1: husband or wife? Probably the wife. Probably the wife. Or but No, it was probably the wife's daughter, because it was the wife that was fucking with him. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, because that. don't forget that Kate. The yeah. Bell Witch calling herself Kate. That, that plays a big role in who they think it actually was.
2: That's big spooky. This guy... Yeah goes out and then a the neighbor could have put a spell on him or put something. That's, that's fucked.
1: But like, why is there just a giant jar full of fucking black liquid? that just instantly kill right, someone in the cupboard? Right.
2: Right. I mean, that has to be some hoodoo voodoo shit, but here's, here's I, always my weird stuff about that. Is like, why wouldn't that happen now? Like, why haven't we heard of something like this happening to someone
1: else? You know, you know, I think what they found out was back in 1812 that, uh, uh, Gluten actually did make your dick fly off. And so <laughs> that was what was in the cupboard. Drink they it. They were taking the gluten out. Drink it. And that's probably how he died. They just didn't want to embarrass him by saying his dick flew off. Drink that
2: pure concentrated gluten. <laughs> mm, okay. It's harmless. It's harmless.
0: Oh, yeah. See, there goes his dick. If his dick flew. Adrian? No, not even worth it.
1: <laughs> this is going to be a real sad episode. There's like no Adrian in this. He's just yeah. here. <laughs> he just exists in the world of purgatory at the yeah. moment.
2: You just, you, just listen, you just get to listen, yeah. but you don't get to talk.
1: All right. Well, and uh, I guess it sounds like there's going to be a part two, which I'm very excited about. I think we all are. It's a meaty and, topic. Uh, oh, Yes. And uh, we're we're kind of working out the kinks on this uh, going virtual thing, so bear with us, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate all your uh, support and patronage. And uh, we're going to get into some more theories about what the Bell Witch actually is or what the honey may have been. There's, As you can tell through the story, there's still stuff that happens to this day. So we're going to have to put this shit down on our fucking travel list for surezies. For surez. I got to go see this fucking Bell Witch. There's uh, so many things we need to see, dude. If I, I would be completed. I think if I went to a hunting site and got slapped.
2: Yeah, I think I would. I would quit everything and just become a paranormal investigator. And be like, this shit's real. Let's go find it. Let's go fucking do this for realsies. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, without further ado.
0: What about the one guy in the mental asylum? <laughs> what about what guy in the mental asylum? <laughs> If if a ghost would throw his dick at you, that's where I was trying to get to. Oh, fucking Gary? Oh, good
1: old Gary. If you get Garried, that'd be great. Uh I I'd be horrified if I got Gary. I don't need no dicks in my face, okay? You got <laughs> enough
2: of that. Getting slapped get yeah, getting slapped Friday. is one thing. Yeah, getting <laughs>
1: Gary dicked, that's a different story.
2: All those concrete guys swinging dicks.
1: Oh, yeah. It would be just like that uh, image that David sent us on Cyberpunk. Oh, yeah. Walk around the dildo sword.
0: <laughs> that's that's Gary.
1: <laughs> yes. That's fucking Gary.
0: Well, Purgators, if you enjoyed the episode on the Bell Witch, come back next week and listen to our part two about all the theories that some of the historians have on it. And if you guys enjoy what you're listening to, Please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or even our Instagram at Stuck in this Purgatory. Maybe you guys have some theories on the
1: Bell Witch. Email us at StuckInThisPurgatory at gmail.com. And uh, if you're going to go out there and you're going to be haunted by a witch, if she thinks that she's just going to be slapping your ass around, scratching you, and pulling the covers off, just lay there naked. You never know what's going to happen. At least it's worth a shot, right? You know? Mm, At yeah. the very least you could be Gary you, you just get your dick ripped off and then haunt people with your dick The rest of your life Yeah, just swinging around like a like a yeah. sword Exactly, but thank you ladies and gentlemen Like I said, bear with us We're working out this uh, online recording thing now And uh, it's only gonna get better Thank you
2: We're relearning how to be podcasters yet again So we'll figure it out Cause Chase, Hunter, and Adrian Are stuck in this purgatory